Hey there, are you a spiritual seeker looking for the perfect way to blend your physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental health and well-being practices? Maybe you already have an interest in yoga or astrology or want to learn more about yoga's sister science, Jyotish, or Vedic astrology? Well then, I'm super glad you're here, and I'd like to extend you a very warm welcome to the Yogi Scopes podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Holbrook. I'm a yoga teacher and a Vedic sidereal astrologer, meaning I use the sidereal zodiac, so some of the signs might be different from what you're used to. To get a free copy of your sidereal birth chart, please visit my website, yogiscopes.com slash chart dash calculator. Now let's get started. Glad you're here. Hello, friends, and happy 2022. Welcome back to the Yogi Scopes podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary Holbrook, and I just took another accidental two weeks off of podcasting. It happens sometimes to me. I don't know. Um, it has a lot to do with being a mom. You know, I took a week off for the holidays intentionally, and then when I came back, I had the best intentions to get right back on track, um, and then I didn't, um, and a little bit of that had to do with I had a sick kid, we had snow days, so he was home from his childcare because it was snowing and stuff. Anyway, so here I am, but the good news is... um it's been kind of quiet astrologically for the past two weeks. So I didn't feel super bad. So this is how I weigh my decisions. I was like, is there something really important I need to say that can't wait? And up until today, there wasn't. Um, so today is Friday, January 7th. Welcome into the first week in 2022. And also, so that's a lie. So I don't believe I actually put out a new moon episode. Maybe I did. I don't know. I already forgot what I've done and what I haven't because I put out, um, I did the new moon workshop, which was super good, um, packed with a lot of good information. We had an hour long yoga practice in there. Um, and it's live for the members. Now you can go and get like, you can either, it's too late to go sign up for the workshop because it's already passed and there was like a deal where you could bundle the workshop with the planner for 2022, but that's already passed. But now you can for even cheaper, go sign up for a month of the membership and you get a replay of that workshop and the planner is already live in there. So you can download it and watch the replay right now. Only bummer part is you don't get to ask me questions. You can ask me questions. You just have to wait for me to see it to respond <laughs> instead of, um, me just saying it right then because we're live, right? Um, but you can totally always ask me questions. But anyway, then I realized, so my goal for today, you know, I've had all this crazy stuff going on all week with snow days and sick kid, pediatrician appointments, whatever stuff. Um, I haven't been feeling so hot myself. And I was like, you know what? The episode can probably wait until Monday because there's literally other than the new moon that happened on Sunday of last week, there's nothing big happen, nothing that it warranted me telling you about, I feel like, until next week. But then I realized I've been telling you all this time that you could just go jump in the membership and see the replay and stuff. And then I realized, you remember, y'all, I was telling you that I was going to raise my prices in January. So I had all the things, the 
the old prices set to expire on December 31st. And I like didn't realize that until today. So if you've been trying to get into the membership and been getting an expired page and then like a link to something that doesn't work, I apologize. And I just want to remind you that I am just one person and I don't have a whole, I don't even have a VA or anything. I don't have like a virtual assistant. It's just me. And I mess up sometimes. And so what I did, you're welcome. Instead of today, my plan was to update those prices when whenever we had this. I was going to do it on Monday, but we had the snow day. And so I couldn't. So I moved it to today. Um, and I was like, well, shit, it's been a week now that if you wanted to sign up for the membership, you couldn't. So what I ended up doing was extending the founder's price for the membership for one more week. So until next Friday, January 14th at noon Eastern time, you can sign up at the founder's price. And what that means is you'll be locked into this stupid cheap price for the lifetime of your membership. Like if you cancel it, you'll have to re-sign up at the um, regular price unless you email me and ask for like special permission deposit because you can't you can't do it automatically you can't cancel and then re-sign up at the same price but if you like reach out to me and tell me you need to pause it for a little bit and you want to keep your price that's fine we'll allow that like you know probably once or whatever I'm an understanding person I'm not just out for your money you know I do want to get paid for the work I do but uh, anyway um this membership deal is like a super good deal and um, I am going to raise my, I'm going to go ahead and raise my birth chart, um, or my reading prices from $75 to, I haven't actually decided yet. Um, but I, they're going up probably this afternoon if I get to it. Um, and so what I also decided to do was if you sign up for the membership between now and, um, whenever I take maternity leave, you can you can bundle, you can purchase at the checkout page. It'll give you, like after you check out, it'll give you an option to purchase a reading and you can still get that price. But as soon as you leave that page, unless you like find your way back to it, I don't know. Um, I don't know how you would do that, but if you could, um, you that would be the only way you could get the $75 reading price. It's going up whenever I get to it, probably today. Um, so sign up for the membership and I just like full disclosure because I'm not super salesy and I like even had a business coach for a while. It was like, don't tell people that, but I'm, this is who I am. I'm like honest, you know, um, is if you, the reason I'm doing this, the reason I want to push the membership so much is because right now I take, I get the bulk of my income from readings, one-on-one -on -one sessions and group classes. And for a couple months, I won't have time to do those things. So I'm trying to have an income stream while I'm taking maternity leave because I can surely um, at least put out something for the membership every week. I have the stuff planned ahead of time, like it'll be ready to roll so that I can only focus on the membership and my new child um, and not have to worry about all this other stuff that I do for a couple months. And then I'll be back to it because it's who I am. Um, I have Rahu in my 10th house. I'm kind of obsessive about my career is what that means, basically. Um, so I will be back, but I'll take a couple months off. And so I really want, if you want to stay connected with me during that time, the membership is going to be the only way I might put out some podcast episodes on this show. I'm going to try to have them pre-recorded, but, 
as anybody who might have kids knows, sometimes there's sick days, um, things are out of my control, I get behind, it It doesn't happen, you know, whatever, it's life. Um, so anyway, all of that rambling, because I felt important to tell you that, whoops, I didn't mean to have the doors to the membership closed for a whole week, while also telling you that if you wanted to sign up for the new moon replay, that you could, but you actually couldn't. But nobody emailed me about it. I don't know. Maybe you were scared or something. I don't know. But now you can until next Friday. And so this week I was going to put out a um, January forecast. Um, There's not a lot going on this month either. Um, So we'll talk about the full moon on the next episode after this one in depth. We'll talk about the full moon. And later after that we'll talk about... um, Venus going direct in Sagittarius because that's not until the end of the month. I'm kind of working backwards right now. We'll talk about those things later. Just know that there's a full moon on January 17th. Um, Uranus goes direct on the 18th. Um, That one's not, I don't think it's a super huge deal, but, but I'll mention it just for your information if you want. Um, And then, so we'll talk about Venus going direct on the 29th later, but that's actually been the predominant energy of the past couple weeks. So I know that was a long episode, the Venus retrograde episode. So hopefully that gave you enough information to kind of tide yourself over while I've been, um, off in la la land for the holidays, (laughs) whatever. No, I mean, I've been doing so I've been very busy, um, busy, not being busy. I hope you found some time to do that as well. And then also just busy playing catch up after kid stuff. Um, so the, the big energies of January are kind of a lot of Capricorn energy. So, uh, the sun enters Capricorn on January 14th. And then also on January 14th is when Mercury goes retrograde in Capricorn. It's been in Capricorn since I believe the 29th or 30th of December. Um, so it's already been there and we'll talk about what those things mean. And then the only other like major event happening this month that hasn't happened already. I mean, the new moon happened on the second, but if you want to know more about that, I think I'm pretty sure I did an episode about that. Sorry, y'all. I, I don't know if you've ever heard of pregnancy brain or mom brain, but it's totally a thing. It makes me an airhead. I talk about it a lot. Um, it's Vata, increased Vata, uh, increased air element in the body. That's my excuse. I'm sticking to it. That makes me an airhead. Um, so, yeah, a lot of Capricorn energy coming on this month. In Western astrology, they call that Capricorn season. I suppose we could run with that too. Um, but then also Mars entering Sagittarius on the 16th. And so I want to cover those three major events now. The Sun entering Capricorn, Mercury going retrograde in Capricorn, and Mars entering Sagittarius um, because we'll, the full moon will have its own special episode And Venus going direct at the end of the month will also have its own special episode. So just so you know, that's when those things are happening. If you want it in written down format, either join the membership or go by the calendar. If you want to buy the calendar, you just go to yogiscopes.com slash 2022 and you can just purchase it, one-time purchase. Um, Or if you want the calendar plus a bunch of other cool stuff, you can join the membership for even cheaper. So also, I don't know if I said this, but um, it's $108 for a year, which is $9 a month. And you would be locked into that price 
for the entire life of your membership. Otherwise, if you don't join by next Friday, you're going to be subject to price increases. Like this is the only time I'm doing this. If you don't buy at the founder's price, if you buy at the founder's price, it'll never change. But otherwise, if you purchase later, if I ever decide to raise my prices, then you're just stuck with that, right? But if you buy at the founder's price, either yearly or monthly, monthly is $14.99 a month. Um, yearly is $108 a year, which is $9 a month. That's like stupid cheap, y'all. But I'm doing it because selfishly, it's my maternity leave plan, right? And it just was the next step for me business-wise, right? Anyway, so um, if you want that stuff in written format, you can get it there. You can get the major themes for the month that I kind of interpreted for you. Lots, tons of other resources available in the calendar itself or also, you know, more one-on-one personalized content in the membership. Um, Yeah, so... Sun entering Capricorn and Mercury going retrograde in Capricorn on the same day while Venus is also, so actually Venus is already, um, it's already retrograded back into Sagittarius. That happened, I believe that must have been on December 29th because sometimes I get my dates mixed up y'all, but so don't be mad at me if I'm transposed some numbers, but it was sometime around then, around the end of December, uh, Venus moved back into Sagittarius. It started its retrograde motion in Capricorn and then it moved back into Sagittarius. Then we had a new moon in Sagittarius on the second. And then on the very next day after Venus moved back into Sagittarius, then Mercury moved into Capricorn. So they just narrowly missed each other. But what that basically served to do was kind of preserve the Capricorn energy at play. Um, We still have Saturn in Capricorn, which is a big deal. And then Mercury being there with it kind of um, just amplifies that energy, basically. And then so next week we have the sun moving into Capricorn on the same day that Mercury goes retrograde. So that's going to just kind of amplify the energy, distort it. Um, It might make bring some weird stuff related to Capricorn. So... If you want to know what that means for you, maybe I just spent a lot of time talking about stuff that didn't make a whole lot of sense to you. And if that's the case, then I'm sorry. But um, I'm now we talk about so the sun or so you want to look where Capricorn is in your birth chart. For one thing, if you want to get really like specialized about what it means for you, um, you can also in the membership. I do sign by signs. And um, so you don't have to like try to decipher it. You can just look up your chart and find your rising and moon sign and I'll tell you what it is. But also in the calendar, in the planner, there's like a really good worksheet I made for helping you decipher your birth chart. And eventually I'll probably make that its own thing. But right now it's just, it's only in the, in the planner. Um, it's the only place you can find it. And so you can look where Capricorn is for you, but you can also just think about what Capricorn represents, which is basically like Um, it's an earth sign, so it's very, it's pretty grounded. Um, it represents like structure. It can also represent government. So, um, actually Saturn in Capricorn, we're pretty sure has a lot to do with all of the government restrictions related to COVID and we'll continue to see those things as Saturn kind of finishes its, 
transit through Capricorn, so it'll move, um, it'll keep moving through Capricorn, it'll move into Aquarius, and then I believe later in the year when it goes retrograde, it'll retrograde briefly back into Capricorn again, probably for its final time, I'm pretty sure, before it um, finally moves into Aquarius again. Not for a while, so don't worry about that uh, right now, but just all you need to know right now is that Saturn is in Capricorn, and so is Mercury, um, and then Mercury will start its retrograde next Friday, a week from today that I'm recording this, uh, January 14th, and so basically, if you have any um, structures around your thinking, the way you think, or even restricted thinking, restrictive thinking, um, it would be a time to start thinking about that before uh, Mercury goes retrograde in Capricorn. So basically, I've been talking about this a little bit, like with the new moon, um, it was a good time to set your intentions for not just the lunar cycle like we do on new moons, but for the entire year because it was the first new moon of the year. Um, And then it was also just connected to a lot of other big things happening astrologically. And I actually haven't mentioned this yet, but we are in what's called a Kala Sarpa yoga. So time serpent yoga. And I I have plans to do a special episode about this on, um, in the membership. It was supposed to go out today, but like I said, my whole week got messed up. Um, so it'll, it'll, it will go out for sure. Probably early next week. Um, as I just, continue to play catch up, but I'm going to do a special episode about that for the members. But basically it's when a yoga and astrology and Vedic astrology is a combine a certain combination of planets. So as you may know, if you study yoga, you may know that the word means union or to yoke. And so you apply that to Vedic astrology and it just means a certain way that the planets are connected together. Um, and this particular one, there's lots of, there's like thousands of examples of yogas that, um, can mean different things. And some of them you can put more stock into than others because some of them are very, very common, uh, and other ones are not, and they can indicate different things. Like there's one called a Raja yoga that indicates like wealth, but it's actually, it's, it's pretty common. Like I see it a lot. Um, it indicates wealth and fortune, but sometimes people will have lots of them, um, so that's just an example of what that is, but we'll talk more about the Kalasarpa yoga, um, in that special episode that I'm putting out maybe today if I get to it, but I'm being real with myself. It'll probably be Monday or Tuesday, um, f- for the members only. That'll be a special lesson for them, but, um, basically it's when all the planets are on one side of the sky between Rahu and K2, so between the karmic nodes. And so when that happens, it's, it's a time service. So it's like whatever happens during this time, whatever you set up for yourself during this time, whatever you reinforce or rethink or revise, you know, especially related to your patterns, the way you show up in life, um, things that you kind of set on track or manifest or start manifesting, during this time, um, will really be amplified and the choices you make will be choices that you have a hard time coming back from. And so we'll talk more about that in the special episode, but just know that that adds the important part for this episode is that, 
that adds to the energy of really set yourself up for success for the year before Mercury goes retrograde. Um, And so Mercury goes retrograde like three to four times a year on average. It's three, technically four this year. It goes, I listed three in the, in the planner, but the last one, it's like, it starts on like December 29th or something or whatever at the end of the year. And it, the majority of that retrograde is into next year. So I was just like, well, we'll talk about that when we get there. So it happens a lot, but, um, I would think that this time because it's happening in Capricorn and because, um, we have all this other stuff going on in Capricorn, like Saturn's still there. We're kind of closing out that karmic cycle. This is all the stuff we'll talk about in this Rahu and K2 special episode is all the karmic cycles that we're kind of on the verge of closing out and how to successfully some tips on how to successfully do that um based on wherever it's landing in your chart um that's what that special episode will be designed to do but just so you know um it's a big deal like i'm one i'm not one just like you know i think new year's resolutions and whatever are kind of fraught with problems but I did a whole four episode series over on my other podcast about that. So I won't be that horse to death here. But basically, if you want to set yourself up for success for the year, think about your structures. Think about your stinking thinking, your restrictive thinking, your limiting beliefs. Think, think about um, the way you structure your activity and stuff. So that has a little bit to do with the sun and Capricorn too. Um, because those things might get a little more challenging Come January 14th is kind of what I'm saying, basically, is what I'm trying to get at. And then also, um, so if you want to make the most out of this Kalasarpa Yoga, out of closing out this Rahu and K2 cycle as they move in March, um, this Venus retrograde that's going on at the same time. So especially watch out for communication breakdown or stinking thinking related to relationships or creativity um as mercury goes retrograde um yeah all those things would be things to watch out for related to this so just know that next friday brings um some restriction basically related to thinking communication activity um but but if you want to use the energy in a positive way thinking about structure is the move So if it can feel restrictive, so if you just think about what structures you can use, like, um, let me think of a good example related to thinking. I actually have a worksheet in the planner that's, it's called cognitive restructuring and it's how to kind of change your stinking thinking around, um, situations or behaviors that you do, things that are kind of keeping you stuck. It's like a really helpful, useful worksheet to change the way you think about things, change the way you think about limiting beliefs, stuff like that. Those kind of endeavors would be really good to do. I'd say go ahead and start it because once the retrograde starts, it gets more challenging. Um, And then when the sun enters Capricorn, it might make you feel really um, practical, frugal, efficient, ambitious, responsible. Like all those nice Capricorn qualities might... um, come through, but then it also might feel like you're kind of spinning your wheels because you feel like you haven't ever done enough or accomplished enough. 
It might feel restrictive or constrained. You might feel like you're just working yourself to death. Um, it might kind of suck the pleasure out of things, especially while Venus is still retrograde. Um, just watch out for that. Watch out for experiencing like a lack of pleasure basically, or not expressing affections. Those things could, um, potentially cause problems. If, if you're in relationship and you have a harder time expressing affection while the sun moves through Capricorn and Mercury's, uh, retrograde and Capricorn, those could be some things that come up, especially while Venus is in retrograde. But if you're not in relationship, um, those could still come up, you know, it's not just intimate partner relationships. Like we have other people that we want to express love to, or this is a pet peeve of mine. Um, and some people are like, oh, I'm not checking on anybody that doesn't check on me. And it's like, once you reach adulthood, sometimes, actually most of the time, we all get busy. So this would not be the time to be mad at your friends for not checking on you because they might be experiencing that um, same kind of energy where they're just not feeling very expressive of it. Um, it brings like an aloof kind of energy um, and isolating. Yeah, so those those things could happen. So watch out for them for yourself, but also be gentle with those around you, like your loved ones, your partner, your friends, whatever. Um, if that energy is impacting, it might impact them more than it impacts you. So this is not the time to be like mad about. It. I don't know. If it's, a, if it's an ongoing problem and it's something that you want to address, like actually I think during Venus retrograde is is a good time to address that, but you just have to watch out for these other energies, especially with Mercury retrograde and Capricorn. It might make it like, um, like you might come out sideways. You know what I mean? So just be careful if you do want to address these types of things, but also try to balance it with, um, reaching out when you feel like you need it. Be the one to reach out. Don't be self-isolating. Um, Give yourself breaks, you know, celebrate your successes so that you can feel like you've done enough when you do work really hard, you know. Um, it can be a good time to just put your head down and work and get things done. That can be good, but just be mindful of not overdoing it. You know, you still want to find some pleasure. Um, and then that's an interesting contrast with what I've been talking about as Venus retrogrades through Sagittarius. And then especially during that period where in early, fe late January, early February, when the sun will still be in Capricorn, um, and Mercury will still be retrograde in Capricorn, but Venus will go direct in Sagittarius, it could bring just an interesting balance between that indulgent and hardworking energy. So just be on the watch out for that. Um, and then also, last thing, you know, that's kind of the Capricorn and Venus and the Sun and Mercury, those kind of energies we have going on. And the last thing I wanted to touch on this episode was Mars entering Sagittarius on the 16th, which is Sunday, next Sunday, January 16th. Mars moves into Sagittarius. So that's only going to kind of complicate this energy a little bit further. Um, I think it'll actually ease it up the, the, what I was referring to, like the complex dynamic between indulgence and, and being hardworking. Um, I think depending on how it plays out in your chart, the Venus retrograde in Sagittarius, I mentioned this in that episode, it could make you feel less indulgent and very restrictive of yourself, of your pleasure and 
expressing yourself in relationship or through creativity or indulging in luxuries, it could lessen that, it could diminish that. And then so this all this Capricorn energy could further diminish that and that could feel really challenging. Um, it could feel depressing, honestly. Um, but it could create a nice balance if the Venus retrograde makes you feel overly indulgent, the Venus retrograde through Sagittarius. So if that's been the case, um, it could create a nice balance for you to where you're working hard and being practical and frugal and um, not burning yourself out because you still have the desire to indulge. It could be like a work hard, play hard type energy. Um, but then when Mars moves into Sagittarius on the 17th, and we'll, so we'll still have Sun in Capricorn, Mercury retrograde in Capricorn, Venus retrograde in Sagittarius, Saturn will also be in Capricorn. So we'll have all this energy going on. We're still in the Kalasarpa Yoga, all these things going on. Um, I think the Mars in Sagittarius will only bring you a more like um, opportunistic type energy, like where the in kind of indulgence you're doing um, are is like jumping on, indulging in great opportunities, finding great opportunities for yourself. Um, it'll bring great leadership abilities, this like get thing done attitude. It might make you kind of politically savvy if you have like some office politics going on or um, it might make you very strategic because Mars is like this warrior energy. And so it's Sagittarius in a way. I mean, it's, you know, it's symbolized by like the centaur with the bow and arrow or whatever. Um, so uh, it could bring... It could lighten up the Capricorn energy, I think, but it could also add to the very driven towards success, um, kind of, it, it might make you expect too much too soon or um, just watch out for like going into debt during that time, being indulgent with um, with your finances, especially if they relate to business um, or being impatient being overstimulated. Watch out for those things as Mars moves into Sagittarius, but I think it will bring a good dynamic to that energy. I think it'll bring like a fiery warrior energy to the kind of very duty-oriented and practical structured energy of Capricorn that we'll see with the sun and Mercury retrograde there. So then when Mars moves into Sagittarius, it's still pretty like hardworking, pretty like go-getter energy, but it might feel more like like go-getter energy than just like I'm just gonna work my ass off and feel like I'm spinning my wheels but I'm working hard right you know um that might be the energy that takes place so those are the big next transits of next week and then the following week Monday January 17th there is a full moon so that will get its own dedicated episode next week and since this is kind of serving as a January outlook as well it's it's worth me mentioning that Uranus is going direct in Aries on January 18th. I'll touch on that next time. And then I'll do a whole episode about Venus going direct in Sagittarius at the end of the month. Um, because that's going to be a big deal too. And that's one of the predominant energies of the month. So hopefully that made sense. Hopefully it was helpful. All the predominant energies of the month. It just so happens that other than the new moon, um, they're all happening next week. So that's why I apologize for this episode going out super late. Um, 
but I also, I was going to just not do it. I was going to just like let it wait until next week, but, um, so that I could work on that, all the tech stuff on my website of raising my prices. Cause it's a new year. Um, but so just so you know, you have until next Friday, I'm going to work on it today anyway, but I won't make it go live until next Friday. So if you do want to sign up for the membership, you can go to yogiscopes.com slash store. You can scroll until you see the membership option. I think it's towards the top um, and choose yearly or monthly and you will still get the founder's price for one more week. Jump on it before it's gone. Um, yeah. And if you'd like to book a reading, you could do so through purchase the membership and then buy buy a reading after you check out, it'll be the cheaper price because I'm about to raise my price. Unless you like hear this episode within hours of it going out by today, this afternoon, Friday, January 7th, my reading price will be higher than it was. So uh, to get that old price, you'll have to just sign up for a membership. And that's now that's starting now. Um, not next week. So I'd also love to connect with you on social media find me. Yogi Scopes is my handle, just like this podcast. I'm so grateful that you're here. Please let me know if you have any questions. I would love to hear from you and have a great week. Until next time.